We are continuing our content coaching series today on the podcast, and next up is Kyalia. This was such a fun conversation. I really loved the perspective of having someone who's really at the beginning stages of starting to create content online. So some of the previous coaching calls that we've done have been with people who have a little bit more experience in the space and they're like, I think I wanna pivot, I think I wanna change things up. But today's coaching call with Kaya Leah, I feel like she is very much in the very beginning stages, and that might be exactly where you are. Or if you're listening to this and you're further along, we bring up some of the topics that maybe you forgot about. Maybe you forgot that you even made these decisions, either consciously or subconsciously. And I hope that you kind of reevaluate, were those the right decisions? Or do you need to go back to the drawing board and think about some of these different topics within your content that you should come back to? Some of the very foundational principles that you may have set six months, 12 months, 18 months, five years ago and take a closer look at those. But enjoy today's coaching call with Kaya Leah. Let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach you how to start, launch, and market your content with confidence. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of content creation, this is the show that will help be your time-saving shortcut. So let's get right to it, shall we? All right, Profit Podcast listeners, I'm so excited for today's coaching call because we have Kaya Lea on the show, and this is going to be so much fun. So welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Well, I want to just dive right in. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and what type of content that you're creating? Okay, so I am a clinical herbalist and an integrative health educator, and I work mainly with women, but anyone with wombs, gender nonspecific, um, helping them support their menstrual, sexual, hormonal, and reproductive health with herbs and natural therapies. Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, and content, awesome. content creation. Okay, well, I just started a pod podcast. Like, I'm literally just launching myself online. I'm so new. I feel I don't feel overwhelmed because I feel like I've been taking the steps. Like I did your course and I've like, you know, listened to your podcast a lot. And I, honestly, I've used you as a, a major mentor for me. Um, and so I'm, I've, I don't feel overwhelmed, but I do feel like I'm in like a sea of the beginning and I don't really feel clear on how I'm going to move forward um, and actually be consistent, you know? So yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm creating. Okay. I'm well, creating first of all, podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. No, I was just going to say you're normal. All the things that you're feeling right now, it's a hundred percent normal. So I just want to validate that for a second that you're not alone in feeling that. I think that it's a normal part of the process of putting yourself out there. But I would, I do. I want to hear more about like what specifically you're working on. Are you? Um, have you already put your podcast out there and launched it, or you're in the process of doing that right now? So I officially launched last week, um, which is huge for me. I mean, it's just been, it's been like a vision for a long time. And so to actually do it is, it feels 
complete. It feels kind of unreal still. But yeah, I launched it. I shared it on social media. I've gotten, you know, some good feedback. And yeah, I launched four episodes and then I just, I just launched, I just um, got another episode out yesterday. So I'm trying to do the weekly, you know, episodes. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. And I think, awesome. you know, what feels awesome. really well, oh, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. No, no, no. Go ahead. We are here for you. No, you are perfectly okay. fine. Go ahead. I think what I really feel um, confused about, I mean, part of it is that I'm probably just new, right? So it just takes time to get into the flow of things. I assume that over time, I'm going to feel like everything is not so hard and I'm not like walking up a mountain constantly. Um, But what I'm experiencing now is like working on those four episodes and then getting this past one out. I feel like it's taken 80% of my time, of my work time in the last couple of weeks or a few weeks, honestly, just to do that. And so I'd love some support around how to manage it. I think part of it also is that I know so much. I have so much to share. I have so much to share. And it's so hard for me when I'm sharing, like if I'm like on the podcast and then I go off on a tangent and I mean, I can edit those parts out, but then it takes time to edit those parts out. So it's like, wow, I just, I'm like a waterfall. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out how to like tame myself. (laughs) Well, this is great. I think that this is a a fantastic problem to have. If you even (laughs) want to call it a problem, it's more of a, of a, how can I like kind of compartmentalize all of the ideas in a way that feels like it's actually flowing out of you in a productive way? Because um, I think that a lot of people, um, especially people in this audience that I have noticed, like there's no shortage of ideas. Like people will tell me, I have hundreds of things to talk about. I just don't know which one. Like, do I start with the best one? Do I start with this one? Like the one that people need or the one that they're asking for? There's a lot of different ways and there's no right or wrong answer here. Um, Mm -hmm. So when the overwhelm or the rush of all of the ideas kind of hits you, I would sit down and uh, I mean, my secret to being consistent is planning. It really is like sitting down and saying, okay, I really want to talk about this one topic. What can I cover? And then if I look at an outline or a script and I say, oh my gosh, this is going to be a five hour long episode. If I were to cover all of these things, then I can kind of break it off into pieces and say, you know what? I really just need to talk about this one piece of it. And then the rest of this can go in another podcast episode, or maybe you kind of see a vision of, oh, this could actually be a series. I could create three specific episodes about this one topic. So there's no right or wrong answer here. I think that um, usually it's, I tell people to start with what excites them the most. And since you just launched, it's likely that you probably put out like an origin story of why you're Mm -hmm. excited about your podcast or you're in the space that you're in. But to continue to keep going, I always tell people to look back at, well, what did you put out and how did people respond to it? So if you have one episode that has more downloads and if Mm -hmm. you have an audience and you could say, what did y'all like about this? Or, you know, can I get some feedback? But no pressure to do that as well when you're first getting started because you're, it's going to, that's going to come with time. You'll have more data, more numbers as you keep podcasting and you'll be able to see which things are really resonating with your audience. Does that help? 
Totally. And I think that's, I think what you said probably that's most helpful is just the idea of being able to break down. And it's, it's something that I'm just learning through doing it, right? Like I had to have the experience of creating these like massive episodes that I had to edit out, like, you know, 25% of just to make them into like a reasonable length, but just understanding that about myself because I've never done this before. Right. So it's like, it is new. And so, yeah, the idea that I could actually make this into like, it could be two episodes. It doesn't have to be one. You know, I like that idea a lot. And I have a teensy tiny, I have a teensy tiny online audience. I mean, really most of my work has been one-on-one and I have not been trying to get myself online yet. So I'm really very much new to it. I do have a lot of friends who I think have listened to my episodes. I'm not sure who were the listeners. There is one episode that was listened to the most, but I also think that was like the one that was on top last week when I when I launched. So it was like, you know, the fourth episode that was just on top. So I think that might be why it was listened to the most. However, you know, I think it's going to take time. I think I'm going to have to build an audience and it feels like so much. I know that you were here at some point. I know yes. that you're, you're like now so developed. Um, so at least you understand the experience of having like nobody and like not sure who I'm even talking to. <laughs> Oh, yes. No, you're saying like that top one was probably listened to the most. And I just imagine that I remember when I first launched and I got like, you know, 10 downloads on one episode. And I was like, oh, I bet six of those were me. <laughs> were me. And then the other four were probably my mom, my mom listening to it and saying, yes, it's good. Like, no, you sound fine. Like, I mean, this happens for everybody. And I think that you, I, I love that you have the right mindset about it is it's just going to take that time of, you know, now you've gotten your feet wet, like you've launched. And I think that that is a huge congratulations worthy moment in and of itself because most people won't even get that far. So I hope that you celebrate it and you're excited about it, but just also know that that launch is so much more work than the repetition and the consistency like that. Imagine if you are like, adopting a new like workout, like you're going to start running that first mile you ever do from having not run at all. Like you're going to die. You're going to feel like I'm dying. This is not working for me. But then the next time you go out and you're like, okay, I know how I need to control my breathing or I need to have better running shoes or I need to do not go when it's hot. Like you'll have all these kind of tools in your toolkit to where now you've ripped off that bandaid of putting your content out there, you know how it works. And so now it's just that, how can I make showing up consistently easier? That's really the struggle that podcasters face after they launch is how can I continue to show up consistent? And I actually, I have it, you know, here right now, like one of your top goals for 2022 is to actually be consistent. So do you see anything kind of popping up over the next, let's say six months? Do you see something where you're already foreshadowing, like it's going to be a challenge to be consistent? Well, I think that there's part part of who I am that where I often tend to be really excited and good at something at first, and then I can fall off of it. So I, I see that reality as a pattern in me that I want to overcome. So that is one thing. Um, secondly, no, not, I mean, you know, I feel like I can craft my weeks and I can really like be serious about this, but you know, the fact that I'm working on my own and I, I mean, I do have like a couple accountability folks that I, that I work with, but the real, the reality that I'm like a solo entrepreneur is 
makes it hard, you know, like, I think that that's, um, that's definitely a piece of I'm the only person who I'm sort of being held accountable to realistically, you know, like it can be, I think that's, that's my main thing. I don't have any like specific things coming up. Yeah. There's some people who are coming to visit or I might be going places, but I imagine that I can kind of like batch things. It's just, yeah, I think the, the reality of consistency itself feels scary to me to like committing to that. That feels scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice, because I've bumped up, I've bumped up against this. I can't even tell you how many times whenever it comes to doing a podcast, doing YouTube, emailing my list, like there's all these different facets that you do realize that are important to having an online business or being present online, but you have to decide for yourself, like what's the most important. And I think, um, especially, you know, as you find yourself kind of going down the different rabbit holes of ways that, I mean, cause I could tell you all, we could sit here for hours and talk about ways that you can market your podcast and talk about your business and grow all these things. But if you're like, Crystal, I have no interest in doing any of that, then that is priority. And so I would just kind of write down, and I don't know if you're a journaler, I'm a journaler. And so I like to write down and think about, well, what do I want to be doing 12 months from now? And for me, mm. I love the content creation. I love the podcast. I love doing videos. Um, I love emailing my list, not so much for the actual writing of emails and like putting them out there, but the responses that I get back from my audience. Like that's truly mm -hmm. what I value and that connection and to have that validation. I mean, let's be honest. Let's, I'll throw my ego out right now at the mercy of this episode. Like I, I love that validation that... I'm on the right track and then I'm creating something that is of value to someone else. And that's what keeps me going when I have a sick kid at home or something happens and I have to go out of town or this or that. Like I will say, okay, well, what is my priority? Posting on social media for me isn't a priority. It's kind of a nice thing. I like to make it happen, but putting the podcast out Mm -hmm. is the priority for me and my business. So that would be mm -hmm. my recommendation is just to say, what do I want to make sure that happens no matter what? And how can I just kind of lay out a plan to see that that happens on a consistent basis? And consistent is like, let's put that in quotes for a second, because consistent for some people may look like putting out an episode every other week, right? Or mm -hmm. every, you know like twice a week that could be consistent for somebody else. So um, you just have to decide what that label is for your own self, but also don't overcommit to that because things could always change in the future. So it's such a fluid, weird space to be in, but I just mm -hmm. love the idea of creating a plan and a strategy that works best for you and your audience. Yeah. And I'm still like in the process of even cultivating an audience. So it'll be interesting to see what comes. I feel like it's very much, um, I'm very much in that discovery place. So thank you for all of this. This is helpful. Um, I think one other question I have is just how do you batch? Like, so what I, what I did last week attempting to batch, and I don't think I did it very well because I, I feel like I failed miserably. Honestly, I was like, you know, attempting to record multiple episodes in a day, but then I ended up editing them like at the same time. And then I ended up trying to write descriptions. Like I just like, how is it helpful for you to do those things separately? 
or have you found a way to like integrate them? What do you do? Or suggest? Yeah. So I have a book recommendation for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, I will tell you what I do and I will tell you what. So my suggestion is there's a book called The One Thing by mm -hmm. Gary Keller and Jay Papazon. And it really helps you kind of compartmentalize the different tasks that you do whenever you're doing anything, not just working, but, you know, like doing stuff around the house or, you know, working outside in the garden. Like there's just the concept is you really get in the flow of one thing and you focus on that very intentionally. So the way that I do this is I will sit down and I will plan. So I batch my planning and I'll plan out four or five episodes at one time or four or five emails or four, like it, it doesn't matter what it necessarily the planning is, but I just get in that headspace of I'm going to set a timer for an hour and just plan. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to record. I'm not going to get a shiny object and say, oh, you know, let, actually, let me go look this up. Like, nope, just plan, plan, plan. And then I set aside time that's specifically dedicated to just recording not editing, not like, and I will just let, um, one trick that I wish I would have adopted sooner whenever I started recording my podcast was whenever I mess up, I don't stop the recording. I just stop talking and I let the audio file just run. And then I know some fr friends of mine that will clap and that kind of indicates like, mm. Hey, this is where I messed up. So it's easier to find those in the edits. But for me, I just stopped talking instead of pausing for a second and then saying, oh, well, really, I was talking about this. Oh, wait, no, because uh, uh, that's a lot harder to find in the editing process. But if I just stop talking and I'm looking at the audio file later, I can see like, oh, there's a big three second break right here. So I can go grab that and edit it a lot faster. Um, So that's for edit or sorry. So it's planning, recording, and then editing, I will typically, I don't do a ton of batch editing at once. I will do batch plan, batch record, and then I'll edit kind of as the content is needed because that's what mm. works for my schedule. So mm -hmm. that's what I would recommend is kind of trying to compartmentalize, um, giving yourself like that strict boundary of I'm just recording. I'm not going to edit. I'm not going to try to do show notes. I'm just going to record because it'll make it easier when you do go to upload all the finished product, you can say, oh, I can write all these show notes at one time, or I can, you know, edit these all at one time. And you just have that flow. It's a lot easier than uh, task switching between the different things that you're doing. Does that help? That is, yeah, I, I really appreciate the tip about the not, I mean, like, the making the space in the editing, because that has been so, I mean, I know I'm really new. This is only my second week doing it, but, um, you know, just that has been so hard for me edit wise. It's like, it takes forever to find the places that I have to pull out. And, you know, one of the things I was doing was like, because of that, I was just, you know, stopping the recording and then restarting the recording. And that just is, it just takes a long time to even do that. You know, it's like, it's like the stopping and starting and the thinking about it rather than just doing it. Yeah. So thank you for that. I really, and I'll check out that book. The one thing sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great one. It's one that I, uh, actually, I haven't read it this year. Here we are, we're in 2022 and I haven't read it. It's one that I've like, I've read once a year, I think since it, it probably came out in 2018, 2019. And it's just, it's one of those, it's not very big. I was like, 
it's like right over here. I can't grab it right now, but it's one of those books. It's not very big, but it's been very impactful for me to just have that intentional time to focus on the one thing that's going to be the priority or the most important that I need to focus on. So definitely check that one out. Awesome. I have another question. Do we have, we still have time, right? Um, so I have another question. Go for it. Or yeah. do we have time? I'm sorry. <laughs> We're like continuing to go. Um, just about show notes, because I feel like I don't really understand what to put in show notes. Like, am I trying to create like a mini blog in show notes or am I just trying to get somebody to listen to the podcast? Like, what is the goal? Yeah. So, um, so I see on here, you currently have a website. Is your podcast going to be an extension of your website or a page on there? Like, tell me a little bit more Just about your website. Yeah. A page on the website. Okay. So my, my website itself has, you know, my clinical work and eventually I'm going to have courses, but I don't have that yet, you know, and then the podcast is one part of it. Yeah. Okay. So um, I had a conversation with another coaching client earlier today, and we were talking about the same thing. And she was saying that she has it as like one page has all like the, the Buzzsprout player and it has all of the episodes. And she was saying, well, what's any different than me just having all the episodes on one page? And I was like, well, nothing. You could completely have it like that forever and ever. And it's just your resource for people to find the podcast and hopefully they would go listen to it on their phone or in their car, like their device somewhere, and they would be interested in your podcast. But what the show notes do is it goes above and beyond in the fact that, yes, it is like a blog post that also feeds the, we called it the Google monster, because it's like, it gives it that SEO juice for having Mm. like, oh, you know, here's, uh, you talk about the, the herbal, um, I'm trying to think is, did you say it was like herbal medicines or is it herbal mm-hmm. like applications? Like uh, like the different ways that people would be looking for the content that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it gives people really like, well, what are people looking for? Like maybe it's medicinal um, healings for pregnant women or women that want to become pregnant or, you know, different options that aren't medical related. Like I don't have to go to an MD and get prescriptions, like all these different things that you could possibly talk about in your content. That is the reason why you would have a podcast is so those people that are looking on Google, they would be searching and your content would populate in the search results. And it's really hard to make that happen unless you have this extended blog post that has all that information on there. But for you, and I'm like, I'm I'm giving you like, this is specifically for you and where you are in your journey right now. I would recommend just focusing on being consistent with your content right now. And then maybe by episode 10, maybe even episode 20, you can look back and say, okay, let's now we can start thinking about doing the blog post and doing all that. But for now, if consistency is the big thing, I wouldn't try to stack more tasks on top of what you're already doing. I would get really comfortable with recording and editing and just putting your show out on a regular basis. And then maybe in a few months, come back to the idea of adding the blog post to your content. Does that, does that awesome. sound like I yes, see you nodding a lot? So, You're like, yeah, so helpful. I love that <laughs> advice. <laughs> I love the advice that it's something that I can like well, work towards, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think, I think that that's what happens a lot. I have a lot of people that come to me and they're like, I love podcasting, 
but I hate my show notes. And I say, well, then don't do them. Don't do And they're like, no, but you said, I'm like, no, I know what I said. And it's what I do works for me because I've been doing this for a long time and it doesn't take me as long. I'm not trying to figure all of it out. I know how to do it. And so I would much rather see you be consistent with your show and then add on the fancy things later. Because at the end of the day, the podcast, just putting that out there as the priority. And yes, having all the blog posts and all the show notes, that's amazing to have those things. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a recorded audio file, it's not edited, like you can't put that out. And like, that's, that's the way that I look at content. Totally. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Crystal. I'm really appreciating all of this. Yes, this was awesome. This was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us where everybody can find you and connect with you and learn more about your podcast. Yeah, well, my podcast is Herbal Womb Wisdom. So you can just look that up on any of the podcast apps. And um, then I, you're, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. I'm just starting out, but I'm happy to receive anybody who's interested. I would love to connect with folks who are interested. So just Herbal Womb Wisdom on either Facebook or Instagram. And then if you want to check out my website, herbalwomb.com is where you can learn about anything that I'm offering. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today and asking all of your awesome questions. (laughs) You're so welcome. Like I said in the beginning, this episode today was really going to be for people that are in the earlier stages of their content creation, but it also made me think about just those big decisions you have to make in the beginning. Maybe It takes some people longer to make them. Maybe you're like, man, I made that decision in two seconds flat. It just depends. Everybody is so different. And this is what I'm loving about these coaching calls as we are seeing the different perspectives from all types of creators. And I hope that you are enjoying all the different perspectives, the different points of views, and the different ways that people go about creating their content and making these important decisions. So make sure you go check out what Kylia is up to. Go to the show notes, go to crystalprofit.com forward slash episode 353 to connect with her and go follow what she is doing. But that's all I have for you today. So as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere.